0: The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at tiaa.org/promises pay off.
1: What can you learn from every experience? Hey listeners, welcome to In the Arena. I'm Jackie Goldberg.
0: And I'm Leah Smart. And today we're going to be talking about the possibilities around learning. So in life, we have different experiences every single day. Some are amazing, some are hard, some are scary, some are sad, some are neutral. And one of the things that we think about in our experiences is that everything is impermanent and things in life are consistently evolving. So really what we take from these experiences, how we learn from them can determine our levels of happiness, our fulfillment, and our ability to really move forward in life.
1: Yeah. And really when it comes down to it, every experience that we have, we have two options, right? We could either learn from the experience or we cannot. And when I think about the way we approach different experiences in life. I really think about Carol Dweck. So Carol Dweck is a psychologist. She wrote a book called Mindset. Here at LinkedIn a few years ago, they did a book drop on everyone's desk at the company with this book. And I know for me personally, it changed my life. And What the book, the full name of the book is called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success, How We Can Learn to Fulfill Our Potential. And so for our listeners, if you've never heard of this book, I highly recommend it. And I'll just give you a snippet of really what the concept she talks about is. And she says that, Every individual in this world has two options. They can have a fixed mindset about life or they can have a growth mindset. And people who have a fixed mindset believe that neither their personality or their intelligence can change. It's fixed. That's the way I am. And she does talk about how this is something that's often derived in childhood. And then you have people who have a growth mindset, and these are people who believe that they can improve or change their personality, their characteristics, their intelligent o- intelligence over time, and that the future is really a w- an opportunity to grow. And having a growth mindset, she says that people who have a fixed mindset can also turn into a growth mindset, of course, right? Mm-hmm. That's the basis of the book. And so if you think of it, I remember one example she gave in the book was about a child who failed a math exam. And she distinguished between the two by saying a child with a fixed mindset would look at that poor score and say, I am stupid. That's how That's how I am. I am stupid. A child with a growth mindset would look at that and say, you know what? I didn't study hard enough and I could have put more time in and I could do better next time, right? There's that opportunity, there's that space to grow. And so the reason that this came to me when talking about learning and every experience that we have in life is that we can either learn from something or we cannot. And so in my opinion, it's either we have a growth mindset about it or a fixed mindset.
0: Yeah, and I, I love the book. I've listened to I listened to some of it, not all of it, to be totally honest. But I do remember a really great example also that she gave around two children being given puzzles and the children with the growth mindset do the actually fixed mindset, do the puzzle. And when they solve the puzzle, the person comes back, the adult comes back and says, do you want a puzzle that's harder? And the person with the fixed mindset says, no, I want the same puzzle because I know I can keep solving it. Every time I solve it, I prove or validate myself. And the kid with the growth mindset solves it and says, of course, give me more, give me more. Right. So I, I love the idea of like, thinking that thinking about this through you know some of the things that we do in our everyday lives where we continue or repeat things because it helps validate us versus you know looking at things as a new opportunity or experience to grow and learn because we don't align our validation with our intelligence, or ability to not fail.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And she, the way that she splits up the book is really interesting. She has aspects around relationships, and there's a lot around parent and, and parenting, and that was was certainly an aspect of that. Is how do you build confidence in your children? And often it's not through praise, right? And, and saying, oh, you did a great job on that puzzle or that exam. It's actually saying, oh, well, that must have been easy for you since you did so well. Let's let's yeah. Don't you want something harder? And really instilling this growth mindset into children.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it, it kind of goes in line with the idea that fascinated me, which is that learning is really a choice. And it sounds very simple. But if you think about this from the growth and fixed mindset perspective, many of us do choose not to learn. And, and what she talks about is that many people have fixed mindsets. The commonality is that a lot of us are born with those or have those or are given them through, you know, our own nurture as children. And so I I looked at like learning being a choice with the, the easy route, right, which is kind of like I can decide I want to take a class or, you know, I want to build a skill. I want to learn a language. I want to run a marathon. Those are all learnings that we can take proactively. What was more interesting to me is this experiential learning that we have that you sort of referenced and I referenced earlier around our ability to recognize how we engage with and perceive our experiences every single day Um, and that in any experience we have we can literally you know go through the process of the experience and then decide whether or not we want to learn and so the reason this was really important as I was thinking this through is we have so many experiences in our lives where we just go through the experience and keep moving that was hard, that was sad, that was great, that was horrible. But we don't actually stop and say, and what did I learn or what am I learning? So I think the first thing is just understanding that we have a choice. We always have a choice of whether or not we learn. And, you know, really being able to look for those lessons is incredibly powerful and cement them. So something that I like to do is write or discuss with people. I love talking to people. But what that allows me to do is say, all right, here's a lesson. I want to cement it. And then the most important thing is applying it later mm-hmm. on. So, you know, it's kind of like you think about self awareness, for example. You can be self aware and then do nothing about what you're aware of that you're doing and it doesn't change anything. It just makes you self-aware and potentially the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over again. But if you can learn something and apply it, that means that you're growing and changing your experience. So so that was really, really huge for me. And I know Jackie, you know, as you or I were you and I were talking about learning, we had a lot of questions that came up because it is such a broad topic. And I know what we'd like to do is really just spend some time diving into the questions we had around what learning is all about.
1: Yeah. Well, I will flip it back to you because I'm really interested in, in in your take. And this is a really powerful question, right? Why do we learn? And would love to hear your take on that, Leah.
0: Yeah, so I probably tend to be more like ethereal and broad. And so when I was thinking about this, I think we learn because we're here to become more evolved versions of ourselves, become more evolved humans. I also think we learn because it allows us to create more expansive lives for ourselves. So, you know... The more we learn, the more we grow, the more we see and understand. And then the other reason I think we learn, I mean, for me at least, is because shit's interesting. Like, I think things are super interesting. I want more information about them. I find that when I'm stimulated with more information and I have the opportunity to learn, my life becomes more interesting. I become more excited about mm-hmm. it. I show up very differently. Without that ability to learn is – is I would – I would probably have some real challenges. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that came up for me and I was thinking about this is, and this is probably more on the spiritual side, but I think about the fact that maybe, maybe the reason that we learn or the, the lessons that we're given are given to us by something greater that is asking us to learn these lessons for whatever reason.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that is what the question is really about, right? Your opinion on why we learn and just hearing you talk, all I keep thinking about is our purpose and what our purpose is in this world. And to... Quote Carol Dweck on her book and the title of the book, she says to fulfill our potential because, you know, you're saying when you learn, it expands your view and you feel fulfilled or you, you're you're filled up with something. But it's like, what are we aiming towards mm-hmm. with that? Right. And so in my opinion, I, I see it as bringing you closer to your purpose. Like what else is there mm-hmm. if not growth? But what is that purpose? Right. Like what yeah. are we working towards?
0: Yeah. I mean, and I agree. I think that the purpose or the potential... Is interesting right you think about like what people talk about when you're when you're dying right everyone talks about regret or like living a life on un- a life unlived or unfulfilled and really that actually also all comes back to a number of things but one of them is learning which is like experiences right so we learn through experience we learn through relationship mm-hmm. we learn through all these things and when I think about a life unlived I think about a life like unlearned right? yeah
1: and what's interesting is when I think about times in my life where I ha- hadn't been deliberate about learning, either through intentionally taking class or saying, I want to do this or that, or more importantly, asking myself the question after every experience, what did I learn from that? Mm-hmm. I felt stagnant in my life. And I can specifically go back to a time in my life where I didn't feel like I was learning. And I think the biggest thing that I felt was a lack of fulfillment. But once I decided to be proactive about learning in every circumstance and create what I wanted in terms of learning, that fulfillment really came.
0: Do you notice that as you're saying this, like I'm thinking about emotion, do you notice that emotion can keep us from learning?
1: Hmm.
0: That's what a leading you, question. Yeah. <laughs> what made you think that? Well, I think about like sad experiences and One of the most important things I've learned in the last year and a half is how important it is in any experience, but particularly hard experiences, to go through and process our emotions. Like we tend to stuff them down a lot. So I think about like, you know, if I were sad or angry or, you know, whatever, any of those kind of like darker emotions, it'd be a lot harder for me if I weren't processing those emotions to actually come to a point where I was open to learning. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, it reminds me of something Dr. James Doty said around how we stick to the negative experiences in our life, because those are the ones that are riskier. And so we hold on to them more so than the positive ones. And I I think that maybe these darker emotions keep us in a place where we actually feel comforted, because we're able to be in it and dwell in it. And there is no, you know, risk in trying to get out of it or you know maybe there's something around there that that's Mm. coming up for me
0: maybe it's something we don't want to learn right Mm. like it's it's kind of like people say that even in the hard places if you like staying in the hard places is comfortable for some people so they don't want to go to the the other places exactly or for like a a more basic example i used to be late a lot and my mom would say i feel like you just like this (laughs) you like the anxiety of having to like get yourself together in a really intense, fast way and have all these different things on your plate. And I was like, how could I like that? Mm -hmm. And I realized, actually, I do like it. I don't don't want it, but it's comfortable.
1: Yeah, there's something that it's giving you to stay in that place. You're getting something from that and comfort is probably the answer there. And one of our questions around learning was, what does it give you? And I think we covered this already, because for me, learning, it gives me purpose and fulfillment. And it makes me feel like my life isn't stagnant, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that is at its core for me, what I get from learning.
0: Yeah, I'd agree. I'd say opportunity to grow. The more I grow, the more I enjoy my life. Yeah. And that's huge.
1: So what motivates us to learn?
0: So I actually was taken back to, first of all, I think, I think, being motivated to learn has to do with an openness to learning. I think it also has to do with if we go back to this fixed end growth mindset, the children who are unmotivated to learn by that puzzle, for example, don't want to feel like they're dumb, right? Or, you know, failing that math test. They don't want to feel dumb or they don't, they won't, don't want to feel invalidated. So I, I also want to use the opposite. A lot of times we aren't motivated to learn because we're afraid to invalidate ourselves because we tie our validation to the ability to succeed at something mm-hmm. versus the ability to go try something and see what happens. So I, I definitely was a fixed mindset person, especially when I was younger. And now I, I wouldn't consider myself to be at all, but uh, I definitely tied myself to the idea of not wanting to fail. So Mm -hmm. I think it's an openness to just saying, I'm going to go out there and try this. Uh, And it reminds me of, I I teach a course called Conscious Business, and it reminds me of what we talk about in Conscious Business, which is the knower versus the learner. Mm -hmm. It's also a very similar idea. The knower walks in and has to be right, right? And so we talk also in Conscious Business about would you rather be right or happy? The knower would rather be right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that person is validated by their ability to be correct in most circumstances. They're proving their intelligence, and so that means they feel good about themselves. The learner would rather be happy and also would rather grow. And so the learner is coming to this any situation saying, I actually don't know, and there's nothing wrong with me not knowing. So I, I really do think it's this idea of openness and removing the validation around Success.
1: Yeah. And you mentioned failure, which Carol Dweck talks about in terms of empowering us to embrace failure Mm -hmm. and to look at failure as an opportunity for growth. And you think about entrepreneurs and that is the number one lesson that they need to learn is that failure is the only thing that will lead to success. Right. I thought about this quote from Albert Einstein, my dad used to say this growing up all the time, the more I learn, the more I realize how much I don't know. And it's such a humbling quote, right? And so it just makes me want to learn more when I realize how little I know, it yeah. makes me, It that's what motivates me.
0: Well, it's interesting you you mentioned that. A friend of mine sent me a, a graphic of this, and it shows the lifespan of a human. And it shows that at the very beginning of the lifespan, we don't know anything, right? So children up to, you know, teenagers don't know anything. And then we have this nice little period between, like, our 20s and 30s, 40s, where we think we know everything. And then after that point, we all of a sudden realize we know nothing. Mm. And what I loved about that is the difference in the way we approach life changes throughout our our timeline of our life so as children we're incredibly curious We want to try everything out. That's why kids are, like, putting their mouths on everything. They're asking all sorts of questions. I mean, as we get older, the challenge is that we become less curious because we're told that if we don't know something, there's a problem, right? And so that's very instilled in us. And then this other period after saying, like, wait a minute, this is actually not how life is supposed to be. I need to continue to be curious. We then open up again.
1: 100%. Yeah. 100%.
0: The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. From LinkedIn News,
2: I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we're changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. So come figure it out with me on the Hello Monday podcast. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Businessweek, Fortune, and Wired, And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or NYU professor Scott Galloway on choosing a career. I think the worst advice you can give a kid is follow your passion. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday with me, Jesse Hempel, on the LinkedIn Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Yeah, so so Jackie, what do you think based on actually we're just talking about this? What do you think keeps us from learning?
1: I think it goes back to sometimes it's just easier not to, right? Like I think about waking up in the morning and wanting to go to the gym, but also just not wanting to because I don't want (laughs) to get up and I want to snooze. Sometimes it's just like that, right? It's easier to not go to the gym or it's easy to not write that email or to not do those things on my to-do list. That is the easier place to be. And learning is hard, right? Because I think it puts you in somewhat of a vulnerable space because you are stretching yourself in some way. So I think it for me, it's as
0: simple as that easier not to yeah 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 and I totally get that I think for me, what what I shared around this was a, probably a little bit different. I thought about some of the things that I really want to do in my life. And when I think about what keeps me from learning or accomplishing those things, it's limiting beliefs. So the belief that, you know, I'm in a box, I'm not expansive, or I won't be able to do that thing or do it well. So in some ways, I still have a little bit of a fixed mindset, especially when it's something that I'm, funny enough, interested, super interested in or really passionate about approaching that would have a big impact on my life. Mm-hmm. So the bigger the impact, the more limiting beliefs come into play, which is, you know, common for us because our 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 kind of fight or flight reflex kicks in and we're going, "Oh my gosh, big impact, big potential challenge, more afraid of doing yeah, it." Yeah,
1: exactly, the risk piece of it. Yep. When have you chosen not to learn and what happened? Are do you are you able to think of a scenario or an experience in your life where this came into play?
0: Yeah, I think about My 20s. I mean, there's probably a lot psychologically that I I can't even reference right now that's going on in our 20s as we continue to grow and our brains evolve. But I think in my 20s, I felt like I didn't have the power that I actually have over my life. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was just kind of moving through and just experiencing experiences. But I didn't understand how much you know, there's, we talk about things we can control and we can't. There's a lot we can't control, but there's a lot we can. And I remember feeling like I didn't, I didn't even grasp that concept. So I felt like, I don't want to say I was out of control. I felt like I really didn't have control or I wasn't, as we've talked about before, at cause in my life. So I couldn't necessarily decide how things could go. Or another way of putting it is I never saw all the options for how I could choose to live Mm -hmm. my life. I saw a few options and I left it that. So it was it was really interesting to reflect on this question just because my life is so different now. Mm -hmm. But I still am challenged with that. So I continue to always, and this is something I've loved about coaching. I continue to ask myself, you know, what are the options or what are the possibilities? And it totally changes Mm -hmm. your perspective on that. Because
1: you know there are possibilities. There's a million. Whereas maybe in your twenties you didn't. You felt very like like fixed in in your world. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. And your twenties were very structured, right? Your early twenties, you're coming off of very structured last two decades yeah. of your life.
1: It's interesting because when I think about this for myself, when have I chosen not to learn and what happened? You know, we spoke earlier in this episode about choice and how learning is a choice. And I guess similar to you, I didn't feel like I had a choice, but I always felt like I was right. Mm-hmm. And and feeling like you're right is actually not being at cause for your life, right? I actually used to blame others rather than taking ownership of, of things because I felt like I was right in the way that I was going about my life and, and so forth. And as you learn, as you get older, you realize that that's just not the case. Mm-hmm. You're not always right. And maybe you are right for yourself in that moment, but have being open-minded to see other people's opinions and being able to relationally connect with people that has changed. So, yeah. so for me, I mean, you know it was super valuable because just blaming rather than taking ownership i mean that one fundamental lesson has has completely changed my life
0: yeah it's interesting as you said that i was thinking about you know being right and in my coaching program we would have a different statement every time we'd come in every month and the statement was always about being right or wrong And one of the statements was everybody's right and everybody's wrong. And so, you know, it's sort of this like it's we we polarize right and wrong versus saying like, oh, actually, you are right. And so is the other person in the situation Mm -hmm. or the Mm -hmm. other people. And that's so much based on our perspectives. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So with that, what are you learning about right now? One of the big things that's come up for me, not recently, in the last maybe year and a half, and I'm seeing it play out more and more, I have been attending Marianne Williamson's sessions. She's a spiritual leader. She teaches something called The Course in Miracles. I did that most of 2018, and now she's a presidential candidate, so she's not doing that anymore, but also now studying Kabbalah. And one of the big things that's come up is around uh, relationships as assignments. And so the idea is that every relationship is an assignment. And if we look at it as an assignment and what we're supposed to learn or how we're supposed to grow, we actually take a lot more away than just the experience of either a relationship being great or being bad. Right. Mm. So that's been a really big one is is putting myself consistently in a position to say, like, how is this an assignment? And I had to check myself yesterday on this because I was thinking about someone where I was I was, you know, annoyed and I was like, wait a minute if this were an assignment, like what would I be needing to learn? Mm-hmm. So that's a big one for me is relationships as assignments. I also think, you know, I mentioned a little bit earlier learning versus implementation. So just knowing, having the self-awareness to know something, but then actually putting it into play is, is what changes your life. It's action. And then learning and growth is really hard. Like that's also what I'm learning. So we talk about what gets in the way of learning. You mentioned earlier it's just easier not to. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's it's really just you know I think the culmination for me around learning is it's a really hard thing to do, and so we can easily choose not to because life sometimes is simpler and less bumpy and less painful. And so I think it's a recognition of that for me that's uh, that's shifting the way that I I view learning, and it mm-hmm. continues to be a really big challenge. Yeah.
1: And yet, while we are in the arena, which everything we talk about is being vulnerable and putting yourself out there. We know that when we do learn, we are feeling more fulfilled totally. and happy in our life. So while it's hard, just like it is to be in the arena and yeah. and take those risks and be courageous, we actually get so much more out of it now, but out of life.
0: Right. It's like you never regret going to the gym, right? You yes. don't want to go before, but when you leave, you go, oh my God, thank God I did exactly. that. Exactly. How about for you?
1: Well, it's interesting because I um, also agree that I've learned a lot about myself through my relationship with other people, and I see how I respond to situations with other people in a completely different way than I used to. And so, again, like really learning just about myself and who I am and what I want in friendships, relationships, and so forth, that is something that is constant, and I think that it will be something I'll always be continuing learning about. And this year, I, I really have been... Focusing on time management in terms of what are the rocks in my life, what are the things that are really, really important to me and that are my highest commitments and that I truly value versus the pebbles, things that I can either deal without or if it's work related, delegate to someone or say no to, right? Practicing saying no more. You know, I have gotten much clearer, which is the first step on what my highest commitments are, things like my health, my relationships, career, and then within those, how I spend my time under each of those. Um, so that, again, is an ongoing journey there.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's interesting when you said, you know, thinking about what's important to you in relationships and who you are. Something else that I I thought about that I think is also equally as important is also how am I showing up or how am I being perceived? We were just talking before we started this recording about, you know, how we, per- we were perceived by those in our lives, but also by strangers. So I think about that. For some reason, it just popped into my mind that that's an interesting thing to explore. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: for sure, for sure. I'd love to kind of close our session today on a quote uh, by Carol Dweck, just to share with our listeners. And then again, if you've never read the book, I highly, highly recommend it. So the quote is this, mindset change is not about picking up a few pointers here and there. It's about seeing things in a new way. When people change to a growth mindset, they change from a judge and be judged framework to a learn and help learn framework. Their commitment is to growth and growth takes plenty of time, effort and mutual support.
0: That's great. Yep. So it's a big change, but it's worth it. Thank you all for joining us on the journey. If you want to find more of In the Arena, you can look for us on Spotify and on the iTunes website, as well as a podcast app under LinkedIn In the Arena. And we will see you soon. Have a great day.